You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 111. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Packer Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 111. Man, we are fired up today. Uh, We're going to be coming to you with a topic on investing. So we're going to call it investing with the bros. Going to talk about numerous things, investing our time, maybe some energy, investing for uh, returns financially, exercise, relationship with God. A lot of different ways to go here, but before we hop in, I want to give a special shout out to CC having him back on board. I know, man. That's it's exciting to have him back in. Um, you know, we've had a couple episodes without him, and after the last one, he was checking in and say, "How did it go, guys?" And I was like, "Please come back, CC. Oh, please." Man. I'm so excited. Water you. over here, Craig. Man, it's so good to be back. Yeah. I was driving. Well, actually, wasn't driving a car. I was hitchhiking. I guess you guys were driving <laughs> the car, and they picked me back up. So I'm so pumped. Yeah. Just been uh, Craig has been in a car a lot actually. Been traveling, been in, in been in the car and the plane, running around, and so, uh, bros have been holding the fort down. I cannot wait to uh, hear the episodes. I know they're going to be awesome, and so yeah, so pumped to be back. Um, I'm excited. Well, guys, I think it's going to be a a good topic, and Craig actually, uh, you know, he's ready to go after a couple of weeks off. He came roaring out with a couple of topics for us. And this is uh, one I think that all resonated with us, so we're looking forward to sharing some thoughts with y'all today on that. But before we hop in, we're going to flip it over to Johnny Boy with the good old weekly Would You Rather. All right, guys. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it and let me know what y'all think. Would you rather rice or potatoes? Mm. Mm. That's a good one, actually. That's a good one, actually. What do you think, Craig? Oh, man. Hmm. You're getting a starch either way. Either sure way, I mean, you start now. Here. Can we throw a twist on it? Like, does that include like I can get sweet potatoes? <laughs> I can get yeah. What kind of? Potatoes? I almost <laughs> went. I almost went. Sweet potatoes or regular potatoes? So maybe we'll have that one oh, in the future. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Um, you know what? Shoot. Okay, I'm gonna have to just take something and run with it. I guess I'll go potatoes because I'm gonna categorize sweet potatoes, regular potatoes. Um, I love finger rice. Finger link potatoes. Finger link potatoes. I do love rice a lot. I mean, obviously, I need it for most of the things we eat here in Louisiana. Um, but, you know, Steve proved that you didn't need rice for gumbo. <laughs> he sure did prove this. <laughs> he threw a curveball when he introduced the sweet potato to gumbo, which would just a great combination. Um, you know, of course, being a purist, you got to get the rice. But, man, I don't know. It's a good alternative. And then, you know, I like steak and potatoes probably more than steak and rice. Um, I like sweet potatoes. So I'm going to hedge a little bit towards a potato. Not that I don't love rice, but I had to pick one. So <laughs> how about you, Matt? Yeah, it's a pretty well-rounded pick there, Craig. And yeah, all those thoughts were going what through my mind. What can we put on top of the hot dog, rice or potatoes? Uh, <laughs> on a funny note, though, 
So I ate some soup the other night that Alexander made, and there were sweet potatoes in it. And I thought, oh, Jesus, it's just like the gumbo with John. <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what did you eat? I missed that. It was soup. It was like uh, a, a chick, some type of chicken tortilla soup or something, but oh, she threw a few uh, sweet potatoes in delicious. there. Like, it was actually very good. It was a little too hot. She put a uh, full poblano prepper. Yeah, poblano. Yeah, and sometimes those can be a little little hot. But it was it was outstanding. It was we're not we're not dogging the food. I think she would speak to that herself. <laughs> oh man, he's already getting in trouble early on. CC, I tell you, here? man. Uh, I told you uh, outside today, but uh, she would speak. <laughs> she would uh, speak to that for herself. Uh, so it did make me think of the sweet potatoes uh, with you and that gumbo. But it's kind of hard for me. I think when I was younger, there was no doubt I would have taken rice. My favorite meal growing up. I said it for a long time. Probably, man. In the early adulthood, it was like deer sausage, white rice, with a little bit of butter. Salt and corn. And mix all that up together. Oh. Pretty solid. That was one of my favorite meals. So I love rice. So there was no gravy on there? No. Just man. butter? Just straight white rice butter, man. Love it. I actually still do it. I used to do rice and butter as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. This is like back in the day, but young kid day, but I still liked it up until adulthood. Pretty good. Still will eat it if it's out there. Older I've gotten though. <laughs> I rolled my way into the potato game pretty well. I've come around to sweet potatoes. I like a baked potato. I actually like a what is that, like a twice-baked potato? Oh, you mix take, it up. Yeah, you take them out, whip them up, and then put them back in there. So I'm going to go potatoes. I, I think I eat more of that uh, in general. A lot of stuff you can do with them. Johnny? Yeah, you know, growing up in uh, southwest Louisiana, we're surrounded by rice fields all over the place. And, you know, my dad has farms with which we farm rice. So growing up, we drank. We drank. We ate he did a that lot too, of rice. Sure. I probably <laughs> drank some too. Actually, I have drank some rice because they do make some uh, oh, alcohol. Okay. Yeah, so I have yeah. drank rice. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of beer is made with rice, I believe. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. So um, a lot of rice and gravy growing up, and I still love rice and gravy. I just don't eat it a whole lot anymore. But um, nowadays, uh, I really gravitate towards sweet potatoes. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we've talked about, you have uh, tried my gumbo and sweet potatoes in there, and now I'm doing stuffed sweet potatoes, and it's just really? a delicious, oh, uh, delicious, salty and sweet atmosphere uh, that just tantalizes my taste buds. So for for that component, I would have to go um, for the sweet potatoes. Also, you know, eating a steak or something else like that. I love potatoes, but I would prefer a sweet potato yeah. over... Yeah, uh, or likewise. traditional baked potato, which is how I would have eaten it growing up. So I'm on a potato all the way. And hot potato. Got to finish with this. What would you rather with your Botsky's hot dog? Would you rather a pile of rice <laughs> or some of them French fries? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sweet fries. Sweet potato fries. fries too. Even regular fries. Sweet you know. potato are pretty solid, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good, John. I actually like it because that was a tough one for me. I've yeah, liked both of them at different times here. All right, guys, let's wheel our way into the topic here, and we're going to talk about investing. Again, investing in many different things, and I think it would be appropriate to let CC start this for us, correct? Oh, well, thank you. What direction do you want to go, man? What do you want to invest in? Are we going to go Bitcoin today? Is this going to be all Bitcoin? <laughs> oh, or sure. What? Good point, John. Got you. I got y'all. That's what yeah. I was thinking when we first started out. Did you bring in the Uber guest? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to finally get down to the yeah. nuts and bolts of Bitcoin. We've got a whole hour we could do this. Oh, that might not be enough time for that CC. That was actually a funny memory. <laughs> the guy just got nuts and got crazy. Man, could have had CC in that Uber driver. It would have been a heck of yeah. a show. Yeah, we were in Boston taking an Uber, and we had, 
have had we'd been joking about bitcoin and just different things and we brought it up in the car and this guy just wasn't talking the whole time but he just lit up once we mentioned it and just goes off about how he invests in it and how he buys it and so the guys looked at me like is this for real <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of i don't know investing i guess like you know the first thing you think of when you hear, see the word investing at least in my mind ends up being some kind of financial tie right saving money making money somehow but the more I thought about it, you know, it's like everything in life, I think, is kind of tied to investing. Um, you know, we, in the healthcare field, we, we teach our, or try to counsel our patients on how to make the right decisions um, for their body. And it's really an investment in time. Nobody feels bad in the moment eating, eating the bad thing or not doing the exercise. It's the compound over a period of time that you see those outcomes. The same thing with relationships, you know, investing in your relationship, you know, if you put more into it, you get more fruits on the back end. And you mentioned time and energy. So I just thought there's so many parts of our life that really to reap the rewards or to, I guess, grow that part of our life, it takes a little commitment over a period of time. And um, I think if we approach things like that, um, it lets us kind of get through the short-term pain sometimes of of uh, not seeing those fruits and just having hope and faith of that you do it consistently over time, you'll see the results. So yeah, I don't know what else thoughts. Yeah, you know, going back to the healthcare portion of it, I think that's something that's overlooked by most people because they don't have uh, an appropriate understanding of it. Um, you know, it, it or they don't really invest the time to look into it. Um, you know, whenever they're being counseled on it, you know, most of the chronic illnesses can be controlled with diet, exercise, some kind of uh, lifestyle modifications. Um, and you know, I've heard, and I'm, I'm sure you have also, a lot of people who have those late stage chronic conditions. They're like, oh, if I'd, I wish I'd have known this back, well, somewhere along the line, somebody should have been telling them those things. So it's, you know, it's, it could be brought to your attention, but it's something that uh, you'd have to invest your own personal time into looking into it further if it's worth it to you. But uh, yep, diet, exercise, other lifestyle modification is a great investment for 10, 20, 30 years down the road on how you want to be spending your life. Uh, do you want to be doing the things that you love to do, or mm -hmm. do you want to be going and having dialysis two or three times a week? Um, so that's uh, certainly on the rise uh, in our part of the, the world and certainly across this nation. So um, it's something that needs to be managed and controlled better to have a better investment for mm -hmm. down the road. Brings me back to the good old lifespan book. <laughs> uh, a lot of the habits I learned in there about your health and especially uh, as we get older, or, you know, us where we're all three at in life, uh, hopefully a lot of years left if the Lord allows that for us and an in investment in, in our health and what we do now, even things like the good old intermittent fasting, which John has been in that boat for a while. Um, I think we can really hopefully be reap some rewards down the line. One thing that I find interesting and Craig alluded to it is how you spend your time uh, is an investment in something and I think at times in life we can spend our time not even realizing it for good or for bad whatever we're doing we're ultimately investing in that because that's where we're spending our time so we all every day do get time if we're alive uh, to do something with and so sometimes I think you know you could I don't know maybe work too much or mm -hmm. too little and so you're investing, you're not maybe honing the craft enough or a relationship, Craig, like Craig said, or exercise. I think inherently every day we're investing in something because it's how we're spending our time that we're giving. Um, the other thing I like to think about with investing is, I think we mentioned this a long time ago, life, it's kind of like the stock market. You know, <laughs> you put your money in there and you're hoping over time it's gonna go up, down, up, down, up, down. At the end, you're a little bit higher. And I kind of equate that to life 
you hope, you know, you're going to have highs and lows in life. But at the end, that you turned out higher, you're progressing more in whatever you're doing. That could, again, be those things we're talking about here. Um, uh, from a monetary standpoint, exercise, relationship, some days aren't going to be the best days, but at the end, you're hoping that you wind up higher than where you were in the beginning and that the investment that you start reaping the rewards from it. So I, those are the kind of the two big picture thoughts that come to my mind when I'm talking investing here. Yeah. Talking about investment of time, um, you know, like I've talked about on many other podcasts, um, I've got small children. So a lot of my time is invested in uh, raising those kids. You know, part of that is a necessity because they can't really take care of themselves, feeding, clothing, that kind of thing. Uh, But part of it is investing the time to teach them appropriate manners, teach them how to interact and just teach them how, um, you know, they should behave whenever they grow up and how those interactions are with other people. So uh, it's something that's needed, but it's also one of the most fulfilling things that I've uh, encountered in my life so far is to see that growth of um, the little people who are growing into a little bit bigger people and are able to do more and see different things and have different interactions. So I know CC's got uh, older kids than me, so he's got a lot more wisdom in this area, but a great uh, investment of my time right now is uh, raising the kids to hopefully be uh, some great people whenever they get big, like CC's are. Well, I'll tell you, that's probably the best thing you can do with your investing your time. It's, it's true. We all have, like Matt said, snap of a finger. You got one stretch at this life and everything you can do in between. And so maybe different stages of life, different things are more important to you. So you make more investments at different stages yeah. of your life. And you mentioned the volatility. Well, I call it volatility, the ups and downs. It's like you might be going from A to B and not everything's going to be a high. You're going to have lows financially. You're going to have lows in your relationships. Um but if you're always moving in the right direction towards investing in those things, even when you hit rock bottom or you feel like you're not heading in the right direction, it's going to all come out on the end. I'll mention the family. You know, you know, you have these kids and they're impressionable and they just want your attention and you can give the time and the attention. And, you know, it's the craziest thing because over time it just plants deep seeds that build trust and understanding and you tend to have a tighter unity with your with your kids, and that, when they get to that teenage years, and even though you might hit a low, and there's hormones, and you're like, oh, they're going off the rails. It's crazy. They those those seeds have been planted, and it always circles back, and things kind of level off, and it just takes time. And a lot of times, if you've ignored that investment, it sometimes it's too late. You know, I got friends whose kids are going through some rough stuff. You know, and they're mm-hmm. kind of just <laughs> they're just they're gone essentially, and. Um, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate. It's hard to put fires out. Like me and Steve see people who have the disease process. They got into the end, their bone on bone joints, diabetes, high blood pressure. And we're trying to put the fires out. But, you know, some of these folks who've had a sort of a lifetime of investing in their health, you don't really see those folks in clinic too much. Or when you do, it's because they're working hard on the weekend and they hurt themselves. Right. And not that it's too late to get started. And that's the important thing is that you can plant a seed today and it's still going to grow into something here in about a month or two. And so, it doesn't matter what stage you are in your life. Just know that if you want to improve any of it, even things that are wilted and old and broke down, you can water them and bring them back to life. It just takes some investment and consistency. You know, another thing that comes to my mind, again, equating this to the stock market and the big picture is, is good, you know, to diversify your investments. Mm. You can diversify those within different stocks within the stock market, you know. some. That's why a, I had so many kids. Yeah. <laughs> John's playing probabilities with his family, apparently. 
Um, and you could also <laughs> you can also work on diversifying between you know like investing in something in the stock market versus uh, getting some type of real estate. There's a lot of different routes you can go there, and I think that that's kind of the same thing in our lives. I'm I'm a big believer in again going back to time. It's good to to have a a pretty holistic uh, approach in so far as family, friends, work, what you're doing. I think it's important to, to diversify how you're spending your time so you don't put, you know, all your investments, so to speak, in one basket. What do y'all think about that idea? Invest, you know, diversifying, diversifying our time and life in that investment. Yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm doing that right now. Um, you know, doing several different um, things financially. You know, I have my office. We have some real estate things, uh, part of the restaurant. So uh, financially, that aspect of it. You know, currently I have um, my kids are all in private school, so I'm investing in their education. Yeah, also planning, uh, you know, because you want to have a good base for that um, and also planning for their future, um, you know, investing in uh, their 529 plan. So those will, uh, whether I'm here or not, they will have uh, something that they can go to uh, higher education if they choose to do so. So. Um, I, I think that's an important aspect. Um, not everybody's designed to go to to school and be in a classroom. I have uh, siblings that didn't do that, and they're very successful. But uh, to have that opportunity, I think it's good, partic- particularly with the price of uh, education is now. I think it's something that you need to plan ahead for and uh, get a, a leg up on it before you, you get to the point and you're like, oh, my goodness, look at this education. Now, I now, I'm not going to say it's fun doing it. Um, he loves it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's fun uh, doing that because there's certainly always other things that you could spend that mm-hmm. financial resource on. Uh, but it's something that I think it's uh, definitely going to be the greater good in the long run. I agree. Those are great points, diversification. Um, and you can think of it in two ways, at least I do. You can diversify where you spend your time. So y'all mentioned that financially health relationships time you know some people that are really good investors but that's financially that's all they do 24 7 mm-hmm. they're not investing in their health not investing in their relationships and those those rivers run dry eventually and so you can almost be too overweighted in those areas um but even within those certain things like the guys mentioned in finances you know there's so many different avenues and angles that you can um you know preserve wealth over time i guess the most common things we think of are are stocks and of course real estate but a lot of times there's so many different vehicles and i think that we sometimes limit ourselves to what we know or what we're educated on and i think in anything in life uh, when it comes to investing education is a huge part so what are we doing to educate ourselves and invest in our um knowledge of how to invest financially or in our health you know think about the opportunities there are to learn about these relationships so we talked about boy tony I spend time at one of his conferences. I've invested time, but I gain a lot of information and insight on relationships and my mindset and why I behave the way I do, why others behave they do. So you can resource, you can go to books. You know, we should talk about books all the time, podcasts, like the one you're listening Mm to, Um, getting a mentor. You know, there's always somebody who's really good at something you want to learn. So if you feel like you haven't invested in one of these areas, um, there's always going to be a resource to kind of expand your knowledge and your, um, I guess your education on these areas. Yeah, so. you know, I think that's a great thing. You know, now it's easier, I think, ev- than ever to learn a new skill or get more information with um, the information that's available at everybody's fingertips on their smartphone. So I think it's easier than ever. Um, and overall, people have less of an excuse to not, you know, if you're interested in something, you can easily access information mm-hmm. on, on any subject. Yeah, I think it's important, both the guys hitting on, both of y'all hitting on the uh, 
investing basically in education, education in your mind. I think mm-hmm. it's important too, as we get older to continue to keep our mind sharp. My grandfather all the way until he passed away was reading the wall street journal every day. Um, you know, I think, and learned a foreign language at an older age. I think it's important to, to always keep the mind sharp. What about, what do y'all think about, uh, investing time with God, uh, our relationship with God? We talk a lot about, you know, um, maybe relationships with significant others, but, what about the relationship with God? I think it's important to set aside time every day and not take that for granted, knowing he's always there to continue to develop and grow that relationship and get to know him more. I think John and I, when we had our buddy Chris LeVan on here a couple episodes uh, prior to this one, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, it's definitely worth a listen. He talked a lot about that and how his relationship with God continues to evolve and grow and, I, and you can tell uh, he spends a lot of time in that department. And I think that's important for all of us. What do y'all think on that investment? No, I agree. Um, I mean, I think it's something that's usually important. I think at the the end of uh, things, that's really what our ultimate goal should be. Um, we can spend our time doing education, uh, doing investing financially. But, uh, you know, our, our final goal should be investment in our eternal future so um you know going to church once a week um you know is not really what we're asked to do um so we're asked to go out and spread the word with our brothers and sisters that's something that we should be doing with just you know everyone that we interact with Uh, we should be spending time with the lord reading the scriptures and doing those types of things uh to not only you know make it across the threshold um past the pearly gates, but, you know, as it says in the Bible, you want to have a special place that's prepared for you, not just the right inside the door, but have a, um, a luscious, uh, dwelling for the afterlife. <laughs> not John knows all yeah. about the luscious. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see John's Lavish. Little, little spot in heaven. I think God's going <laughs> to hook wait. him it's up with a, a special one. It's going to be a little dance floor in there. <laughs> maybe some, it's, it's going to be, be a awesome. big dance floor, big dance floor. <laughs> I agree with you guys, I man. Hope it's not outside the gate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like no, you're over there in the tent. Like, yeah, no, you're the entertainment. You're the entertainment. <laughs> see those people. Perfect. See those people in line. Keep them entertained for a while. <laughs> it's like, what does this mean, I'm in? Could be. It could be. <laughs> no, but no doubt, Steve's gonna be good. But I agree, you guys. That's it. I mean, relationship with God. If you don't invest in that, then I think it your life suffers, and of course, ultimately, your, your eternal life could suffer. So. Um, I know in my life there's times where I've invested and I've gotten the fruits from that and times where I've maybe not invested and seen the repercussions of that. So investing time in prayer, you know, in reading the word, spreading the word, as Steve said, you know, um, and just trying to be uh, be an example for those out there that maybe don't know how to have that quality time and just to show them the beauty of it and, and kind of where it can help them. So that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know, and I think it's something else that, um, as parents, that is, you know, your main Mm -hmm. duty uh, in order to impress uh, those things on them, the importance of it. Um, It's an interesting time with us right now when we go to Mass. um, We're in and out of the cry room. My kids are usually throwing things around, uh, but we never miss. You know, we go. Sometimes it's a struggle. Uh, Sometimes uh, we're sitting there waiting for the priest to say, hey, hey, why don't you just take a break? get out of here, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, but it's something that I think by example, we need to show the importance of it, uh, for, you know, long-term salvation. Yeah, absolutely. And before we wind this thing up, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about investment properties. 
<laughs> so uh, what if it's the table? John has already got his hands in a few of these investment properties, real estate mogul at the table, basically. And <laughs> Craig and I are trying to find our way into the field. John, you want to enlighten the, the, uh, the listeners on the importance of that potential investment? Well, you know, this uh, opportunity came up to me because a buddy of mine was just looking for a, a joint venture. He didn't want to get into it himself. Uh, Sean, a uh, buddy we, we've had on the podcast before, um, Circle of Life, I think episode 15, 15 and 16, oh, yeah. 16 around yeah. that area, Two of them. Um, approached me about it. It was something that I looked into doing in the past, and uh, the opportunity never, a good opportunity never came about, so I'd kind of decided I wasn't going to go in that direction. And then next thing you know, that door opened for me again without me searching for it. So um, we looked at the opportunity and then, you know, it came down to that it worked out uh, well for us. So uh, we bought our first property and uh, that went well. We have a great, great guy that's living there. He's been wonderful. And then uh, since the hurricane, we've been able to pick up a couple more properties. We had to do a little bit of work well, on them. Real mogul. He's building. I'll tell you what. Couple that's of, awesome. A couple of more uh, <laughs> painful growing experiences, uh, investing in, you know, rebuilding and doing uh, what needed to, to be done following the hurricane. You know, we had some really devastated uh, properties that uh, we had to rehabilitate and get it back. Uh, in order, but it's something that there's a great need uh, in our area. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people who need rental um, homes right now just because, you know, they're out of their house. They're trying to get their stuff repaired. So it's something that I think it's a, it's a two-way street. Um, we have the, the ability to uh, have a safe, comfortable living space for people, um, you know, temporarily, well, you know, that's what's going on in a couple of our spots. So, um, I don't know. It's fun. It's, it's, it's been an interesting ride so far. So I'm looking forward to y'all doing it. I know you'll have a lot more exciting properties you're looking at than I am, but <laughs> pretty A to Z out there for me and Craig, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all over the country. Yeah. All, yeah, over the place. Or all over the place. Mine are all in <clears> Oh <throat> one. <laughs> Craig and I, on the other hand, are trying to put our hands into investing in, uh, what'd you call this, Craig? Short-term, Short-term rentals. rentals? <laughs> I guess that's a good way to eat. Yeah. yeah. Short-term rentals and enjoyment for yourselves. Yeah, you know. Uh, yes, this is true. Yeah. Probably more Particularly for the, for the hot dog <laughs> yeah. man of Lake Charles. Yes. Mine started out with the investment of time and now money. Uh, invested my time in a place, as a lot of listeners know, Highlands. And now we're under contract on a little house up there. The good old cottage. Cottage. Tiny house. Um, yeah. I'm going to see how this little, little deal, and I'm listening to John Craig, and I'm like, whew. He's had some learning experiences. I'm thinking that's about to be me. I don't care how how well you got it planned. Day Something's you, about day, to go wrong. Day you close, you're getting a call. <laughs> yep. There's something running down your driveway. There's like water. I don't know. It's what, something broke. No. Yeah. It's um kind of what we talked about. You know, I'm on the latter end for these compared to these guys raising kids. You know, my youngest is a senior in high school. We invested a lot of time into raising them, but we had good trips over the years. We enjoyed traveling, but now it's you know, what's next? My wife likes to travel and she's really good and organized when it comes to, you know, working on projects. So we had recently sold uh, some uh, real estate uh, related to my work and had to park it into a different project. So we got into the short-term rental looking at a little 
beach condo and just kind of looking at ways to maybe have a short-term rental that's fun and we can travel to and you know Absolutely. we've got some friends that do that and we've seen and this town that I've done. So we're just trying to kind of spread our wings a little bit. Steve's the veteran here. He's been building his portfolio. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> me, and, me and Hot Dog are getting our feet wet. We've so. talked about it forever. We've talked about it. You know, about time. We're jumping Jump. on hands, basically. <laughs> we're jumping off, which is which is what you got to do when you invest sometimes. You just got to educate yourself and take a leap. That's and uh, let's see what happens. All right, guys. Before we uh, shut things down here, we're going to roll into the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the breaks and this week we got cc at the helm what you got craig cc hey oh i guess we hit the gas um so as we've y'all, I've mentioned before i have a daughter in college and uh, about to have a second in college and so here we are at that stage of life over did you invest in that uh long-term future uh, yeah okay that? so multiple things hopefully i invested in my daughter over the years mm-hmm. and i think she's a good kid she's mm-hmm. number four in her class um doing really well Sings in church. I think we've got that Beautifully. down. Save for the 529. Hopefully there's enough, although she's looking at... <laughs> so we went to Oxford. So if those who don't know, my one daughter's at LSU. My other daughter's looking at Ole Miss. Um, if you're an SEC fan, you know you're pretty loyal to your, in our case, LSU. So at first I was like, wow, that's an interesting choice. Um, only to find out it's a pretty beautiful little town and a really neat place. And it's on her list of uh, colleges to tour. This was her second visit. And so I was impressed, you know, beautiful uh, campus, very tight community, very safe community. And it's just kind of, it's, it's bittersweet because like you see their excitement, but your heart still sees that little baby and you just, you know, it's, you're used to being a family unit all the time. And this is that point in life where they kind of spread their wings and go out. And so there's the emotions that come with, um, with that transition and uh, so we'll see where she ends up. Maybe LSU, maybe Ole Miss. I, I still say, hey, good old McNeese and Lake Charles. <laughs> That's where I went. Drinks a whole lot up, baby. Yeah. Daddy did okay, and Mama did okay. But it's all good. It's fun. And uh, so, yeah, we traveled up there, hit the road, uh, seven-hour drive from Lake Charles. And uh, it was cold this weekend, so that was neat. Had some good food, Emma Foodie. So yeah, we, they got good food over there. Good food. We found the restaurants, ate good and uh yeah so hitting the hitting the gas in life baby just uh watching those investments unfold that's it investing in his kids too and a lot of that was spoken about and i think that's a, a good example and a good way to tie it up here craig well guys we appreciate everybody listening into us this week if you get a chance to rate review or subscribe to the podcast we would appreciate that as well and until next time we'll catch y'all later Aye. hey y'all If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. If you feel Just sing with me